This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Al, what do you say we do this again this week? Um, so yesterday, another good day, I thought, with Chris Sims. Today was fun. We're counting down to San Francisco. You'll be there Friday. And I'll be there on Sunday. Uh, I get in Sunday morning. I'm, I'm very curious to see how you're going to be Friday night at about 11 p.m. California time. I will be exhausted. Because you I'm will be out. Sleeping. You will not be sleeping. You will be out with Craig. There's uh, no, no way you're going to be sleeping. There's a very good chance I could talk my way into not going out that night. Okay, fair enough. Because 11 p.m. will be at 2 a.m. So you'll be yeah, shot. Yeah, no, I'm going right to bed. And you're getting up early Friday to work before you yes. fly out there. So the whole thing. Anyway, so that's coming pretty quickly. That should be fun. Um, we did on the podcast yesterday, you had brought up the $4 fast food meals and plans and all this. And I saw one going to sleep last night, which was for Carl's Jr., I believe, which was like the third one I had seen and heard of the day. It's just funny how that came up. And now today you've got another fast food story. Yeah, we were talking yesterday how all the meal deals now are $4. Like if you're paying more than $4, you're doing it wrong. All the meal deals are 4 bucks. I saw a great story yesterday, though, about a, a Burger King employee. He was a kid, you know, whatever old. He was driving age because um, he had tweeted out, and his tweet kind of went viral, as they say. He tweeted out that he was uh, he'd quit his Burger King job. It was his last day on the job. And on the way out the door, he took the big, gigantic plastic bag of all of their nuggets. I think that's awesome. <laughs> whatever whatever their chicken nuggets are. They of used course. to have chicken strips, yes. but I guess they now have chicken nuggets. I have not been to a Burger King They do. Uh, I get them. Time. My kids actually like them better than McDonald's now. The strips, are they called nuggets? Uh, the nuggets that they have. Um, they, they, By the way, they have chicken fries, which yes, they I like a lot. Yes, I saw those commercials, those yes. Are, those are actually very good. My boys like that better than McDonald's because the, the, the chicken seems just... I don't want to say cleaner, but it's meatier, it's whiter, it's pretty good. Uh, they do like it. We always, I used to work with Don LaGreca here at the radio station. I was the board up, and Don was the anchor. And I believe Tony Page was still doing like the weekend overnights. And uh, there were other, I think Kate Delaney was a host at one point. We had a whole bunch of like weekend overnight hosts that would do shows. And I remember Don and I, he'd come in about three, three, four o'clock in the morning when he was done writing for the night. And we would sit in there, and we'd just talk and BS or whatever, and I'm answering phones and whatever. And I remember Don we used to say, you know, if you were going to be fired, or let's say you found out you were fired, or that you were going to be fired on Monday, would you do anything right now if I told you you did not have a job come tomorrow? I'm like, no, I probably wouldn't. And he's like, yeah, me neither. He goes, but you know what would be really awesome is if, let's say, one of the hosts took a walk to go pick up their food, which sometimes happened in Astoria, and you were the only one in the building, you should lock all the doors, turn the mic on, and just start doing a show. 
and keep the doors locked so that when whoever was coming in, Rick Wolf was coming in or Bob Salter on Sunday morning, leave the doors locked and see how long it takes for Mark or Eric or somebody to get down here and basically kick you out. You'd be legendary on the way out the door. This guy's stealing all the nuggets. Kind of legendary. Yeah, because his tweet, he tweeted out a photo of all the nuggets on uh, on his front passenger seat. And it went, uh, the the tweet got retweeted a ton of different times. I saw Barstool Sports did a write-up on it. See that? Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, just stealing the nuggets. Although, you would probably need to have, like, some sort of deep fryer to make those at your home now. Yes, I think you probably right? would. I would think probably. Or maybe you could just drop those in the oven. I, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, are they any different than the nuggets you buy that are pre-cooked? Yes. I don't know that they are pre-cooked, though. Are they? Uh, I don't think so. I think you have to. I think you do have to throw them in some type of fryer. I was in Ithaca, as you know, over the weekend. So there was I had a little thing on Twitter with Chris Carlin who made a comment. Hey, you're going to Ithaca. Make sure you stop at the McDonald's in Whitney Point. So when you get off the highway, you get on this road for 30 miles. It's a two-lane road. Uh, where you're doing 40 miles an hour. It's a pain in the ass to finish the ride. It's a four-hour ride. That's a pain. But right before you do that stretch, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, a gas station with, um, you know, snacks and a 7-Eleven, and then there's a McDonald's attached to it. And so I went in there to get gas on my way back on Saturday night, and I went and I grabbed a cup of coffee. And as I'm walking out, I parked right by the McDonald's. And I'm looking at them with the with the oil and the French fries, and I don't know why. I, for some reason, I hear fast food, and you're in my head now. And just what it is. It's delicious is what it how is. How great it is, but how they cook it. And I'm watching the guy. He had the two deep fryers for the French fries, and he was holding them out. I'm saying, how long are you going to hold that in the air? And how much oil is coming out of those things? And then you wonder. And then, then I watch him do the salt. Oh, I love the salt. Holy Christ. Now I know why they're so good. Like they, It was like a snow coating. Yeah, I love the salt. How it is, Why is it so bad for hmm. you? It's so good, I too. know. I wish that's what well, we got to make it so that it's not as bad for you. Yeah, pretty much. You brought up the thing about the the studio locking us locking yeah. the host out of the studio, and then you do a show. When I was working at WNEW, when Opie and Anthony used to run that place, and 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 management was afraid of them, uh, <laughs> we had Tom Likas. I don't know if you know he he was like a, a, a syndicated uh, afternoon guy. He he was based out of Los Angeles. Okay. But every once in a while, because uh, he was on at NEW in New York, New York clearance for a, a syndicated show. I think we used to run him at night. Every once in a while, he would come to NEW and do his show, but he would have to come into the studio after Opie and Anthony were done at 7. Well, one day, they just locked the studio door and wouldn't let him in. Ah, That's awesome. So what do you do? I don't remember. I just remember him pacing in the hallway. That's tremendous. And I remember just thinking, like, no one's in control of this place. Here's this nationally syndicated talk show host. He can't get into the studio. Yeah, they locked him right out of the studio. I was talking about Sunday morning at 6 a.m. I wasn't talking about Nationwide. Yeah, there was a Westwood One product, Jerry. How about that? Uh, there's a bunch of, uh, well, there's two different O.J. Simpson murder uh, series about to begin. Right. One is on, I think, oh, it's on FX. FX. Yeah, I've seen the commercials for this. Yeah, it's uh, it's about the, the people versus O.J. Simpson, it's called. Right. And that's a scripted series where uh, they have actors. I think Cuba Gooding Jr. Correct. is playing O.J., and they have actors doing that. But uh, it's supposed to be based on the um, facts of the case. And that sort of thing. Would you? Is that something you would be interested in no, watching? Not real. For See, what? I, like, I'm going to give that a shot. But let me ask you this: What yeah. are you planning on learning that you don't know already? Yeah, I don't know because the other thing that's coming out around the same time is ESPN 30 for 30 is doing a five-part series. Now that I'm interested in. That I'm interested in too because it's documentary correct. style, and you're going to hear opinions from different people that were involved, maybe people he played with, or whatever the case may be, 
The other thing to me is a scripted, I don't want to call it a movie or I guess maybe a miniseries, yeah, but it's mini-series. scripted. It's, I don't know. I, I I feel like they might be able to inject opinion into it. And while the documentary will too, those are people's opinions close to him, I think. So I would watch the ESPN one. I don't know that I'm all that interested in the FX one, but I could put it on. Who knows? Plus, whenever there's a, a series or a movie or a TV show about a real-life person that I'm aware of, like we all know what O.J. Simpson looks like, how sure. he acts, how he talks. Whenever there, I'm seeing something where someone's portraying a person that I know, it, it, like I'll just watch that series and be thinking, oh, that's Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. playing O.J. Yeah, sure. Cato uh, Kalin. I think the Daily News here in New York had asked Cato Kalin to um, review the first uh, episode of the series, the scripted series. And Cato, not a fan of it, uh, thinks that it's uh, going to be very, it's not going to be accurate. Well, that's my point. Because in one of the scenes, they have him eating a hamburger with with Orenthal. And uh, Cato said he had given up red meat by that point. So if they've gotten that part incorrect, <laughs> God who knows? knows what they're going to get wrong. Who knows what else they it got wrong? It was a turkey burger. It was not a yeah, regular he burger. He had given up red meat Good Lord. back by then, Jerry. Well, speaking of the newspaper, did you yeah. know Boomer was on the paper today? Boomer size? Yeah. I did not. So Tiki showed it to me in the newsroom. You know that Alexa pullout I, of, yes. the, of the New York Post? Which I throw right in the garbage. I never look at it either. Because it's um, like fashion and stuff, right? Right. Um, Which explains why Tiki was looking and, at it. Yes, that's true. He loves and fashion. Boomer is in it. He's featured in it. Doing what? Uh, he's a man with a, I forget how it's scripted or written, that he's got this amazing collection of watches. Oh, is that right? Yes. He was, he's right there on the top right side. His picture and everything looks handsome. So he he posed for the for this or so he's aware or, or of this article. Or he sent article. it in. Or but yes, I mean it's a pose page. It's not like him in a Westwood One booth doing a game, or it's not a picture of him in this studio or NFL Today. Nothing yeah. like that. It's a picture of him in like you know a, a button down shirt. Looks like he's outside somewhere. Fancy. And it's about his watch collection. I see. How about that? Hmm. How do we all miss that? I, know I don't know. We, you, it we, we throw it out. We throw it right in the garbage. And it's one of those, sometimes when you get a newspaper, the inserts are so thick, you, you don't, can't deal with them. So they, yeah, you sure. immediately throw them in the garbage. It it makes your paper thin and manageable. It's like a, it's like a Saturday morning paper. I started Friday. I started grabbing every morning. We get one USA Today here. I know. Because Boomer likes the um, sports section. Mm-hmm. Well, with all this stock market craziness, Jerry. Are I, you reading the money section? I started, <laughs> I started grabbing the money section because... I think it's great in that USA Today is really written for not the smartest people. Okay. So I don't know much. You're not going to. You're not reading the Wall Street Journal. That would be over my head. Right. The money section of the USA Today, I feel like I can digest that. They'll even show you like st- stock prices, right. and they'll focus on things like you've heard of, like here's the, what Netflix right. is trading at. Coke here's, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's never anything complicated. Yeah. So that I like. And I also like reading. They'll put nice positive articles, like when the when the market's down three hundred points every day for you know three straight weeks. Yeah, they'll put nice articles in there and make me feel better. Be like, listen, you stay the course. It's uh, it's uh, long term investments. Da da da. I go, yes, thank you, USA Today. Here's the problem with that. All right, I know we've discussed this a hundred times, and we'll probably talk about it a yeah. hundred times more. Right? Stay the course. Absolutely, stay the course. It's going to correct itself. How about the poor bastards that are 68 right now that, you can't that have stayed the course and yeah. have lost a boatload in the last few years? What are they staying the course to? I understand it's important. I'm with Craig, though. I'm, I've, got, I've actually almost taken all my money out of the stock market, and I've done it into another 
area. I think I'm pulling the rest of it. I, I can't deal with it. And I don't look at it every day. But I do look at what the Dow is doing every day and That's what the oil problem. is doing, all this stuff. And, you know, it's pretty obvious. If something loses 900 points on a Tuesday and plummets, I'm pretty sure that IRA is not going to be doing well. Yeah, you don't need to check your stock no. prices. And plus, I get these stupid statements every three months. How oh. many more How many more statements am I going to get that shows a loss of however many thousands of dollars? Right. What is the point? No point, Jerry. Guy Adami, what is the point? Right. That's what I asked him for in almost an hour in Stay a podcast. Well, he, in fairness to him, he does not give out advice, and he, he did not oh, I wasn't say words in his mouth. Yeah, he did not say this. He did not tell me to stay the course. No, I did, right, nor should he, and that's yeah. fine. But so, I um, yes, I guess they. everyone always says you have to educate yourself, but I have no idea what that... It's like reading Spanish if you don't understand Spanish, uh, trying to read this true. money stuff. I think there are ways you can teach yourself, but I think you've got to start with reading one of these dummy books just to learn the basics. Stock market for dummies. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they've got that. I mean, they have everything. They have sex for dummies, stock market for dummies, cooking for dummies, how to do a radio show for dummies. They have sure. sex Podcasting for dummies? For... Yes, they do, as a matter of fact. I say as a matter of fact a lot. Yeah. But as a matter of fact, they have sex for dummies. That is hmm. true. I've actually read parts of it in Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Shouldn't there really only be one Years part? Years ago. This goes here? That sort of thing? Uh, there's a little bit more to that. This is figure A. Figure A goes in figure B. Yeah. Um, I guess when you're in fourth grade, that works. Yeah. But as you get a little older... That's a tough one to bring up to the counter at the Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I would never do that. That's but then again, you won't buy condoms. You're not going to bring... You're not going to get a <laughs> sex guide and bring that to the counter. That's why you can't... That's that's the type of book you... If you're interested in that book, you have to order that on Amazon. Or steal it. No, don't steal it. Amazon it. You don't think right people have house. not stole sex guides because they're too yes. embarrassed to oh, buy for it? sure. I'll bet you people for have sure. gone completely the other way. They buy $100 worth of books so they can get that one $10 book in their stomach. Yeah. You know, in their shirt. Uh, or or if you buy a bunch of books, you can sneak that book in. Possibly. Because then they're just ringing up a whole bunch of books, and it's not like that one book presenting itself at one time on the counter. All right, Al, I mentioned to start this thing off, San Francisco is coming up. You leave Friday, I will leave Sunday. And I think we both have to make sure that we remember one thing. Obviously, you have to remember underwear. I mean, Always. No question. you got to remember your clothes. we got to remember, remember some equipment. Deodorant's a big thing. I'll give you one thing that you have to have because you're going to be away Friday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's like so 10 days, 10, 11 days. It's a long time. You better make sure you remember to bring Harry's with you. Yeah, because, Jerry, I plan on shaving multiple times on this trip. You have to. Not just my face, but my head also. Yes, absolutely. I'll be shaving at least every other day. We're going to be doing the shows from uh, the convention center. We'll have some current and former players stopping by. And, Jerry, I'm going to want to look my best. And a nice, smooth face is how you do it with Harry's. You're going to have any of those promotional girls come by? You want to make sure you look good when they you what know are, you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's, I will tell you this: it is mostly promotional dudes that uh, work the Super Bowl. But Don't you usually get like Miss America or something? No, we do not have Miss America. You but don't. you know how they say women dress for women? Yes. Men shave for men. So what I want to do is shave so that I look like so when the, the guy looking across from me, like uh, like let's say like a Jerry Rice or something, when he's looking at me. He's seeing a smooth-faced, smooth-head young gentleman who's helping him out at the Super Bowl. And then he'll ask you how you get such a good shave, and you can tell him Harry's, and then he could be into Harry's. Right, and I would tell him about the German-engineered blades, the fact that they come right from the... uh, They literally come right off the blade 
uh, conveyor belt, Jerry. There's yeah. a big conveyor belt with all the blades. Right. They go into a box, then they go right to your house. Yeah, they deliver them. Yeah, they deliver them. In fact, I may even order some and have them sent directly to my hotel in San Francisco. Uh, go for it. I love it. I'm thinking of doing that. Five blade cartridges. Yeah, I've gotten used five to... Five blades. Yeah, five blades, Jerry. Remember back in the old, old days when it was like three blades? Uh, we were how like, about, how we about were, this? We were so excited that there were three blades. Have you ever tried to go down to the hotel lobby and ask for a razor because you forgot oh. your Harry's and yeah. they give you a one-blade disposable that will literally tear your face off? Yeah, which is like that cheap blue handle. Yes, it's garbage. disgusting, Jerry. Now, with their close, comfortable shaving with Harry's, no yeah. cuts, no burns, right. quality guaranteed. And how about this? Full refund if you're not happy, although hmm. I don't see that happen. That's not happening. And Harry's right now will give you $5 off your first order with the exclusive code POSTGAME. Stop overpaying for a great shave and start the new year off right, Jerry. Go to harrys.com right now. That's harrys, H-A-R-R-Y-S, harrys.com. Enter code POSTGAME at checkout and get yourself a smooth face. Jerry, I have a story here from South Carolina. Oh, these are always good. Fun. Yeah. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Spartanburg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A man was arrested there oh, following a confrontation with his living girlfriend. Oh, what'd he do? He thought that there was some infidelity going on because he told cops that he could, quote, smell sex in the air. Excuse me? So he came home and he s- smelled sex in his home. That's not good. So, I'm asking you this. Do you think you can smell sex? Uh, freshly smelling sex? Possibly. Yeah. Sex that happened six hours ago? Probably not. Okay. So, what do you think the time frame is for the sex smell to hang around? Half hour. A half hour. Yeah, I would say, I would say that that <laughs> deed mm-hmm. had had to have been done within 30 minutes of him getting home and... What are you looking at me for? Uh, Because I'm trying to think, what part do you think smells? I think the room might smell like... Of what? Ass, sweat, the other stuff that comes out of you, as you know Uh, know what I'm discussing. I think mostly sweat, though. I think you can probably... Most people have a scent to them when they sweat. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're... Are people sweating during sexual encounters on a regular basis? Like, regularly sweating? Yeah, I would... You don't? Sweating? Yeah, no. I never sweat. I don't sweat when I go what to the gym. What are you, in and out in 30 seconds? For the gym or the... No, like when oh. you're having fun right. with your girlfriend. Yeah, but I don't sweat. I'm not a sweater. I don't sweat. You're not putting much effort in, dude. I put effort. I just don't sweat. I put effort at the gym. I don't sweat. I could play tennis. I don't really sweat. I shoot some hoops. I don't really. I'm, I don't sweat. So you're like so a cowgirl guy. So you're telling me... You want to just sit there and not do anything. You're telling me this guy here in, South, answering. in South Carolina... He's smirking. He smelled sex in the air, but what he was smelling was sweat. So if she was working out on the treadmill, yeah, but he could smell the same thing. He would know what her sweat probably smells like. Mm-hmm. This could be another dude. Right. Now you smell another man in the house. Now we've got a problem. I see. Hmm. Yeah, I have heard that saying for a long time. What's that? Smelling sex. There's, you can I've smell. never heard that before. Really? No. Smelling sex? Yes. No, I've heard of selling sex. I've never heard of smelling sex. No. But I do think it probably exists. I do. Right. And oh, I it hope, exists. I hope I never it, walk into it. It exists there in South Carolina, Jerry. Yeah. Did I make you uncomfortable with that one? Which was the thing about me going to the gym and not sweating? No. Really all of it, actually. 
Uh, how about this one, Jerry? Okay. We, we talked about this uh, briefly on the show today, uh, and we talked about when you get a, and it sparked quite a debate on my Twitter is also because I tweeted it, that when you get a slice of pizza, when you're eating an individual slice, yeah. do you fold the slice to eat it, or do you eat it in the full triangle? Fold it how? What does that mean? Like, hey, you fold, uh, you yes, fold the triangle you fold in half. Everybody folds I it. do not fold. Because you're stupid. <laughs> Chris Sims does not fold. Chris Sims is a weird dude, man. His eating habits are wild. That's true. He won't eat a banana. I agree with you on the oil blotting, where he doesn't, right? He says right. you leave the oil on. I'm with you on that. You blot the oil out. By the way, that makes the pizza taste different, taking the oil out. Yes, but um, folding it as well. I, I would say I eat the pizza in the triangle like you're talking about until you get about halfway done. Then you unfold. So, right. So I hold it and usually one hand's underneath. Mm-hmm. When I get to about halfway, now it's a complete fold over and it's almost like a, not a calzone, but I'm making like a but that's big, what people say. sandwich. You really are make, kind of making like a calzone. You kind of are, but it still tastes the same to me. I, to me, I don't understand how it tastes different. It tastes it's different because it's too much dough. You're doubling the dough. Uh, so you're getting a little more of it, but it's the taste is still the same. Then I had multiple people tell me that they take two slices and lay them on top of each I other. Seen, well, you can get that, in, that way. You, you can get that in pizza shops too. Yeah. They actually sell that as quote unquote slices. And there's stuffed one, slices or something. There's one by me. It's literally two slices on top. You can get a slice for two bucks. You can get this for like three fifteen. It's too, I don't understand why it's not four dollars. Right. But that's their little gimmick. So that's interesting. Hmm. I always wanted to open up a pizza place. Always. I've yeah, always that, wanted to do that. But back in the day, I always tried to figure out, like, pizza always seemed cheap to me, right? So, it is like, cheap. you get a slice and a soda. It seems relatively cheap. Yeah, How sure. many customers would you need coming in there to pay your rent, pay your employees, and earn a living? Boy, you're not looking at pizza places if you don't realize what kind of traffic they have. I've got one by me. I mean, you'll go in there on a Friday night, and they'll yeah. have 40 orders lined up for pickup. I'm not even talking about, they don't even deliver because they don't have to. What's a regular large pie go for these days? About 11 bucks. That's it? That's See, it. That seems cheap to me. It is cheap, but you know, here's what you're missing. You know what it costs to make it? How much? $3. Maybe. Maybe less. So the profit margin with a pizza place is enormous. And then when you throw like, a, you throw a peppers on as a topping, it's like $2 and a pepper is like 50 cents. Correct. You're using maybe a quarter of the pepper. And you're literally charging $2. Exactly right. So there's a great money-making business. It really is. And you you tell me this. When and where was the last pizza place you saw go out of business? Not being sold. That right. happens. When was the last one you saw literally going out of business sale? Right. We, everything must go. You don't. I mean, I can't think of one in my life. I always have been told that anytime you can sell soda, like uh, fountain soda... Yes, again, You're making a good living because huge profit margin. It, it costs pennies right. for the syrup. Yep. Well, that's why too. When you go to these fast food places, and I've met it's happened to me a couple of times, especially with the kids. You'll go in there and you'll get, let's say, I want the chicken sandwich meal with the fries and the soda. Oh, would you like a large? No, medium's fine. And then they'll give you this monster cup. But like I said, a medium. She goes, eh, just take the cup. Don't worry about it. You're only going to fill it up nine times anyway. Right. But at this point, they give you the big cup. I don't even fill it up all the way, and I never go back. And they've made a lot of money on that. So that is true. It is very I'm true. thinking of order, opening up just a fountain soda shop. Let's do it. I mean, you know, you talk all this. Let's do something. Oh, I talk a big game, Jerry. Let's stop talking about the game, the coffee shop we have to do, a fountain shop. I talk the talk, but I do not walk the walk. No, get on the tightrope and let's go. You yeah. got a business partner right here. I'm ready to go.
All right. Well, I'm thinking of a fountain soda place, a fountain soda shop, like in the 50s, like when, when our parents were children, they probably used to go to the the uh, fountain soda shops and sit up at the bar and drink their fountain sodas. They called it the soda pop shop. Yeah. The soda pop. And the, I believe the mach- either the machine was called this or the guy behind the counter was called a soda jerk. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Google that well. one. I would say with my standing lately around here, I could be the soda jerk. Do you're a soda jerk? Yeah. All right. All right, Jerry. I think we're good. Uh, I'm uh, taping a podcast uh, shortly after this with Mr. Iron Eagle. I mean, how many more are you doing? I'm putting a lot. I'm I'm banking them right now. Banking them. Are you nervous that at some point it's just going to be? I'm going to run out of people. I've got nothing left. Uh, I thought I was running out of people, and then I uh, then I went on myself a little tear here. You have gone on a tear. I would agree. Pretty good. All right. Enjoy. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry.